Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I'm here with you every Thursday, four o'clock Pacific time and seven o'clock Eastern time. And then we replay the show on Friday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Pacific coast if you're up bright and early. And 9 a.m. on the Eastern Coast if you're driving into work. So we love to bring you topics about the stories you live by and the stories you're writing and the stories that touch your heart, the stories you're reading, the stories you are creating for your future. It it pleases me to know and to hear from you while we are doing the show. You can always contact me through Facebook Messenger. I keep that information in front of me through the whole show. And you can reach me at my page, which is Debbie Handrich. And Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y. Handrich is just like it sounds. It's H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. I also take your calls here at the toll-free number, and that's 1-888-298-5569. And I love to give you a little prize anytime you call in. I try to think up a prize that would be just perfect for you, or we could always brainstorm one together. One prize that I am offering goes along with a program I have coming up here April 16th. If you're listening to the live show, it's April Fool's Day, (laughs) so you got about two weeks to put this all together here on April 16th, the doors will open again for my 90 day program. And that's where you draft together your book, your blog, your brand, your Ted talk, your podcast. It, it's a real time to draft and get launched. Whatever that is that you've been carrying around in your mind for a long time. For some of my clients, it's a book of memoir. One of my clients just wrote a book about finding a rescue dog. And you would think that's the the whole shebang of the story when you're into just chapter one. But soon you learn that it's the theme of something much bigger something we all live with. And I, I won't tell more because I don't want to give it away. Another project that took place in my 90-day program was the launch. In fact, it, it's just about to launch live of a podcast where the client is putting together 12 full interview podcasts and bringing chefs out of the kitchen and in front of the microphone to talk about their real life stories. And another woman working on her TED Talk to empower women to rise. So in 90 days time, we can get a lot done. 
And the cool thing is that it all comes right out of your very own story, whether it is, like I said, your memoir or your life purpose work story, or if it's out of the fictional stories you're writing. I just love story. (laughs) And I, I feel very qualified to lead people through their stories. I'm not only a writer, but I was a professor of writing for over 20 years. And it's been, this is, I'm almost coming into five years of of entrepreneurial endeavors as a writing coach. So if you have something in you, I would love to hear about it. I also want to congratulate some people right now. I want to say, Rob, you are doing a great job with your stories, and I would love to hear a check-in regarding the publisher. I also want to shout out to Scott, who in his own field of design work, I think you're getting moments, Scott, to really notice how story that you tell and the design work that you offer others is really coalescing, I think I made up that word, in a way that fulfills you. So I'd love to touch base with you soon and hear how that is going for you. And if you are listening, dear Megan, I want you to know that I caught your webinar. I thought you were wonderful. I thought you were very, very open with your heart, that you were serving your people well, and I would love to check in with you and hear about your experience offering that webinar. So anyone else, I would welcome you to consider calling in. Guess what we're talking about today? Going back just a little bit to a children's story, because believe it or not, I think most of us relate very, very well to children's stories. Sometimes we have our favorites. Sometimes we even have ones that scare us. I have a friend who's still scared by the notion of Pinocchio (laughs) and that someday one of her little white lies is going to lead to some facial terrible problem. I assure her it won't. There's a higher life lesson there. But you know how great it is when there are these stories from childhood that kind of bring you back to your center. They remind you of what's true. I mean, isn't that why we created stories for children? So they would understand in an artful way a little truth about the world or a little intuition and truth from their own heart and their own way of knowing. So that said, we're going to talk about today about how the story of Goldilocks could serve as your North Star. Oh my goodness. What will she think up next? I'm not kidding here. Goldilocks was that little girl who made her way into the home where bears live. Remember, this is childhood stories here, so we have to be a little fantastic around them. But she's in that house with the bears, and of course the bears are not around, 
And she's checking everything out. And she's finding that as she plays with the chairs and the food and the beds, and she's just really checking out their home, that some things are just a little bit lumpy, too lumpy. Some things are too hard. Some things are too soft. Some things are too hot. Some things are too cold. And what Goldilocks is really looking for is what is just right. What is just right? Or what I like to think of as that North Star that guides us until we find what's just right. That North Star It's often thought of as that bright light that invites us and allows us to follow it where there is often too much darkness or there's too much unknown. That North Star leads the way. So if we're we're bringing Goldilocks, who some might say is a little bit fussy, you know, too soft, too hard, too hot, too cold, to this, to that. Some might see her as fussy, but how might we actually see her as one that was teaching the child not to settle? And if children shouldn't settle, I don't think adults should settle either. And you and I, being adults, we might find ways that we do settle. And there's all kinds of stories in our life that promote the notion that we should settle. And it's like we almost have to find our North Star and be reminded in that dark time that we actually have a bright light inside of us that knows all of our stories and knows what is really good for us, what really feels good to us. Have you ever noticed if you, if you ask a child to tell you, you know, do you like, like let's say we're talking about food, do you like Cheerios? I'm just going to pick something that was very popular when I was a kid. Do you like Cheerios? The child is going to know and say, yes, I love Cheerios. Or they're going to say, no, I don't like Cheerios. They're going to know. They're, they're not going to feel any obligation to make you feel more comfortable with their answer. You know, maybe you don't like Cheerios. They're not going to say, well, uh, do you, do you like Cheerios? They're not going to try to accommodate you. If you ask a child, do you like Cheerios? They're going to say yes or no. They're going to tell you right away. If you ask a child, do you like chocolate pudding? They're going to say yes, or they're going to say no. They're, they're not, again, going to try to find a way to make your life a little better. Um, they're going to just tell you what their honest answer is. And when we are following our North Star, when we're really paying attention to what is true for us, it's so much easier for us to know that certain things are not right for us. 
certain things are too sweet for us. Certain things are too bitter for us. Certain things are uh, too, too soft for us. Certain things much too hard for us. We have a knowing. And if we let that North Star lead us, we know what our real yes answer is and our real no answer. We know that about our story. So in real life, you might be running a business. You might be raising children. You might be writing a book. You might be changing a tire for all I know. <laughs> but there, there are, in anything you do, there are moments after moment after moment after moment where you have to make a decision, a yes or no decision. And if you're outsourcing that your yes or no's come from pleasing other people or from just settling or from just buying time until you know better or anything like that, you don't really get to put your stake in the ground and say yes at this very moment or no at this very moment. I mean, remember, you can always change your mind. The bed that was too soft last year might be just right this year. You can, you can always change your mind. But what you've got to realize is it's important to start with what is true for you? What is true? And keep moving along. If you start out with true no's, keep moving along until you get to a true yes, regardless of what that story is. For Goldilocks, she was just working with some real simple things like trying to find a bowl of porridge that was just right for her trying to find a chair that was just right for her. We're often dealing with things that are much more complicated. I realize that. But if we can come back to how it was in childhood, here's the real key. If we can come back to that, that it was just a yes or no question with a yes or no answer, we can start to adopt that again in more chaotic or complicated things as adults. And those are sometimes the areas where we're thinking we shouldn't say yes and we shouldn't say no. We should probe longer for an answer that will be more accommodating to someone else or more, mm, more people-pleasing to someone else. And it won't really honor where we are right now. And this is what I know. As a writing coach, people that are creating their books and their blogs and their brands and their TED Talks and their stories, and they're getting ready to come on a show just like this one and share their story. They have to say yes a lot on the way. They have to say no a lot on the way. And if they're just trying to please their publisher or their agent or their children or their husbands or their folks, 
they're going to find that that story, that TED Talk, it's not going to get written. It just won't. There's no way. You have to know where your firm yes is and your firm no. And it's okay to realize that after a year or some time, what was a firm yes could change and you can change with it. There was a time when I had a firm no on online programs. I just simply didn't do them. I ran memoir workshops right out of my writing studio. I had one in the Green Lake area in Seattle, and later I moved it to uh, West Seattle, right where the Puget Sound waterway, it's so beautiful. I love inviting small groups here to do their memoir writing class with me. I didn't want it to be online. Well, guess what? Things changed. Things changed quite a bit. And you know why. <laughs> you know why. We all went through a big, big change. And my firm, no, I do not offer online programs, became a, huh, I think it's time to offer online programs. I had done it years ago at the college. Why not do it as an entrepreneur? Things can change. We change. But if we don't know where we stand right now, if we don't have some sort of North Star informing us now, then we won't get anything going right now. And there won't even be an opportunity to change and evolve later. Think about that while we take our first break here. I welcome your calls. I welcome your questions in Facebook Messenger. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hello. I'm Nathan Mum. Join me and Mike Day as we host a weekly technology show that talks about technology for the everyday common person. We are a live radio program that airs Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. If you go to facebook.com forward slash techtimeradio, youtube.com forward slash techtimeradio, or twitch.tv forward slash techtimeradio, you can catch us live Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m. You can find us at all podcast services online from Apple to Google and everything in between. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and it is my joy to spend this hour with you every Thursday, 4 o'clock Pacific Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We're talking today about the notion that you should never settle. 
And we're going back to children's literature where Goldilocks knew that if something was too hot or if something was too cold, she wasn't supposed to settle. She was supposed to move on until she found what was just right for her. She let her inner gauge basically be that North Star for her. She knew where to find light. She knew where to honor herself. And it wasn't in settling. No way. Now, sometimes, coming back to what I do, I help people with their books, their blogs, their brands. I help people as a writing coach create that first draft, completed, and it's usually a big project. Like I was saying, uh, one of my clients is just about to launch 12, 12 podcast interviews into the world that he's been working on with 12 different chefs. And that took 90 days. That took some time to work through together. Now, when you are thinking about your story and how you want to see it in the world, maybe it's a speech, maybe it is a child's story, maybe it's a podcast, you, you have to know where your yeses are and where your noes are. If something is on too speedy of a dial, uh, timeline for you, you have to know that the answer is no, not this timeline. I want to change it to something else. For example, if you are asked to put together a TED Talk and you are accepted to TEDx and you receive a call that someone got sick and they could get you in two months sooner, you have to ask yourself, does it serve you to say yes? Is that your real answer? Because you already got a spot. You don't have to please them by showing up two months earlier. But a lot of people think they do. They think, oh my goodness, is this a sign from somewhere that I need to be there now? Well, if you really feel aligned with the offer to come two months sooner, why not say yes? But if you feel terrible pressure, I think your real answer is no. And it just doesn't serve you to settle and to do what might serve an organization great, but it's not going to serve you at all. We, we have to come back to what is the real yes and what is the real no. Otherwise, we spend our whole life settling, and at the end of life, we have lived someone else's life, not really ours. So a question I really love to ask my students when they come and they say, I've got this idea in me. I think I want to join your program. I've been considering mentorship with you. What I ask them is, what's the story that you want to share? And can you say it in one sentence? Now, they might not be able to say it at that very moment. But it's important if there's a book, a blog, a brand, a TED Talk, a speech, 
if there's a podcast that you are starting, you need to be able to say, what is that all about? And say it in a sentence. If it takes you 20 minutes to say it, my guess is you don't quite know specifically what it's about or what your purpose is with it. So let me just share some examples. I have uh, five people right here. Jen, uh, her ambition was to create a TED Talk. So her answer to what's the story you want to share and can you say it in one sentence was this. I want to create a TED Talk and help women design their future as leaders. Wow. That's really succinct. Design. I want to help women. So we know who she wants to help women design. That's what they're going to do. Design their futures. That's what it's about as leaders. And that's the role. I mean, she got it all out quickly. I want to create a TED Talk and help women design their futures as leaders. So that gave us a solid path to follow. This is the, yes, I know what story I want to share. And yes, I can say it in one sentence. And once she does, does she have direction? Oh, yes. We have a lot we can work with now because we've got it down to one sentence. You might want to try this for yourself. If you can get it down to one sentence and you have good mentorship and guidance along the way, I'll bet you the first draft, if not more, can be completed in 90 days. This is what I teach my clients to do. Let's look at what Todd wrote. He said, I want my story to be an inspiration for others on their way to a life mastery journey. I want my story to be an inspiration for others on their way to a life mastery journey. Now, I didn't know 100% what that meant, but I didn't have to drill down very long to find out he was really saying my story I want my story to be an inspiration. He was talking about the fact that he has an alcohol recovery story. And he wanted that to be out in the world to inspire others on their own life mastery journey, which is the name of the radio show that he hosts. And he and I hosted together for seven years. That's what he wanted his book to do. And his book came out in 2017. That was a project that several of us had our hands in. And he accomplished exactly what he set out to do. He used his own story. He wrote down in one sentence the guiding path for it. And that became the North Star to getting that project in the print. Let's take a look at Mary's. When I asked Mary, what's the story you want to share? And can you say it in a sentence? Mary came back with this. 
I want my story to support people who love their opposite and want to thrive right there. Now, what she's talking about is the fact that she married someone who is very, in many ways, opposite to her. You know how they say opposites attract. Well, Mary's not the only person who is deeply in love with and has spent her adult years with her opposite. But she wants people to feel supported that, As she says here, I want my story to support people who love their opposite and want to thrive right there. Now, think about the fact that sometimes, (laughs) for those of you that are married, um, sometimes you know that as you wander into more and more years of marriage, you find out the ways in which you are alike And you find out the ways you are not so much alike, dare I say, opposite. Mm -hmm. But many of us, we want to thrive in that marriage that we're in. Opposite or not, we want to thrive right there. And Mary's book, which just came out a matter of weeks ago, and Mary will be coming on this show Uh, probably in May, to share with you her process writing the book, what she learned about herself as a writer, uh, some things about my program, many things from her book. She's going to come on and talk to you about the fact that there is so much thriving in her life Because like Goldilocks, she knew those moments that were too something, too this and too that, too rigid, too mechanical. But she also knew that while she loves, loves her opposite, she had to find a way to thrive with her opposite. And it became a story so important to her that in her purpose of sharing it, she wanted that story to be more widespread and therefore she wrote the book about it. You see how this works? Let's try another example. When I asked Kay, what's the story you wanna share and can you say it in one sentence? Kay said, I wanna help Christian women be more modern and adventurous. Now, Kay was from a family that was, uh, I think the term is Pentecostal. I think that's the denomination. And within that were particular rules and ways of living that Kay knew mostly as a child and a teen. Then she married And she married into another, uh, actually a very large family where they were practicing Lutheran. And she has told me a little about the similarities. But what she told me was that there was a certain modern glow in this Lutheran mentor she took on in the early days of being married. 
And what she admired most about this mentor was that she was a very modern woman. She was a very adventurous woman, but she was also something that Kay strived hard to be. And that was living in a Christian lifestyle. So now that Kay feels many years later that she's really optimized this, she's had to learn a lot of places where she had to put her stake in the ground and say no and say yes and be very unpopular at times. This, of course, followed not being like Goldilocks in her 20s and being someone that said, sure, whatever you want. Sure, I understand your needs are very important. We'll do that. And at some point in time, maybe my needs will come around again. She had to say a lot of that. I'm not discounting the fact that there are many times when another person's needs are vital and important, of course, that is the story at times. But what I loved from the little tiny story that Goldilocks shared with all of us and can be a great model for us in adulthood is that you've at least got to know your yes and your no so that you don't settle for something that's too hot too cold, too lumpy, too soft, too hard. You don't want to settle. True? Put others first when that is important or essential. But don't make it such a habit that you don't know your yes and you don't know your no's. Don't be the one that settles so much that you can't be what Kay said. And that is, someone who helps Christian women be modern and adventurous. Kay went on a journey where she settled a lot. She also went on a journey where she got to say yes. She got to say no. She got to watch a mentor. And she became very aware that there was a widespread desire among women around her to be more modern and adventurous And so she wrote the book. That book will be coming out in 2021. And I can't wait to be one of the people that get to share it with you. Finally, let me just share that Michelle said in 2018, when I first started a project with her, and we'll be returning to that project with her very soon. She said, I want special needs moms to know they have enough strength. And if my story can inspire them, then whatever I need to do to write it counts. And I love that. Michelle is a very strong, dedicated, beautiful, lovely woman who has a daughter with autism, who is extremely... um, challenged on the spectrum in terms of, oh, the word just left my mind, Um, to say cognitive skills wouldn't quite cover what I mean. But you get the idea that Michelle is a mom who has been raising someone with high needs. She has done this with the love of her husband, her siblings, 
her other children, her community. And she has an amazing story. And so does the daughter she has raised, as well as the extended family members. And I know that this story will help other moms and other communities understand that they do have the strength that it takes. They do. And they have the love that it takes because Michelle has been so forthright to show that that's where you find your strength. So I hope this helps you see that if you're not clear about that one sentence, if you say yes where you don't really mean yes or no where you don't really mean no, and you settle, you're not going to get to your real story. And my whole job, my whole mission is to not only help you get that story down in one sentence, but to use that as your roadmap into what we do for the next 90 days together. So if you'd like to learn more about that or continue with our topic today, stay tuned. We're just going to take one last break and then we'll be right back. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. And we're back for our last segment here of today's show, Story You Talk Radio. I want to thank you for tuning in today and to be Thinking about the idea that you have guidance inside of you around your story, whether it's that real life story or it's more of a fictional story or if it's a story you're bringing out in a TED Talk, an ebook, some sort of speech, a podcast, you never want to be that person who didn't get to tell your story, or live by your story. And I help people put together their their books, their blogs, their brands. And I'm opening my doors right now to my 90-day program. It's something I do a few times a year. You can always ask about it any time of year, but there are just a few times a year where we have an entry point and one is right now going on. So that is a 90-day program that gets you up and going with whatever that is you're creating, that book, that blog, that speech, that podcast. And for many, 90 days is a complete transformation. It allows someone to go from Being in any fear of thinking this isn't going to happen because it's way too big to envision 
or they don't know enough about the essentials and they're worried they're going to settle, just like we've been talking about today, 90 days really gives you time to dig in. And some people are afraid that means you have to clear your calendar and not go to work anymore and not raise your kids and and move to a desert island. And that just, it couldn't be further from the truth. I know we live real lives and my program is set up to help you not only use this program in your real life, but to make your real life an even better one because of the parameters set around this. We start by just writing 90 minutes a day. I'm sorry, 30 minutes a day. The program is 90 days. We start by writing 30 minutes a day on this targeted idea. And some people produce up to about one third of their full project in just the first couple weeks. It's really amazing what can happen once you get going. So if that sounds of any interest to you, I invite you to come over to www.coachdebbie.com. That's coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect and send me a little note that way. You can always send an email as well, which is askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Askcoachdebbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at gmail.com. And I do have a little bit of space left in the one-on-one program. And right now we are enrolling for the 90-day program that allows you to get this off the ground and going. So I want you to think about the notion that in these story, in these stories that we offer to children, we do it because we're trying to help them be with what's true to them. We, we want to give them a good start. In the story of Goldilocks that we were talking about earlier, we're really trying to help the little child understand you know what feels good to you. You know it. You're allowed to say it. So in the story of Goldilocks, where we saw her sitting on things that were too lumpy, we also saw her getting up and walking away. When we saw her sitting down on something too hard, we saw her getting up and walking away. She didn't stop and rest until she came across what felt just right. And that's what you should be doing. You don't want to settle. You want to find what feels just right. And that knowing is inside of you. It's something we work on in my program, really drawing the line between what is a yes in your life and what is a no in your life. When Robert Holden, my coach, first introduced this to me, he called it your sacred yes. You know, you might say yes to this and you might say yes to that, but, ooh, you know, you know those things that you must say, yes, yes, this feels aligned for me. I am doing this. I'm committed to this. 
I have the discipline inside of me. I'm going forward on this. That's part of the reason my program is not a three-year program. It'd be a lot harder to commit to something for that amount of time when you're stepping into something new. A lot of people have said, well, can I do your 90-day program but over one year's time? Sure you can. Yeah, you're going to pay for that. <laughs> you're going to invest a little deeper in that. Uh, but what, what I really try to encourage people to think about is that 90 days might be enough. And if you invest in 90 days, you'll know. If you need more time, you'll know if you'll need more mentoring and that will be available to you. I will make sure to make that available. But what you've, you've got to do is know your internal yes. Yes, that sacred yes that Robert talks about. When you know, I've, I've got to put together this TED Talk. I can see it helping women become leaders. I want to do that. That's a solid, sacred yes. And if you give 90 days to it, I'm not saying all day and all night, you will get so far along, you might even finish, but you will definitely complete that first drafted project that's been on your mind, cluttering you up, keeping you from really offering anything outwardly into the world. It'll be down on paper. It will be all mapped out for you. Sometimes it is difficult for people to understand this, and I like to use archetypes. Since we don't seem to have any questions coming in today, let's just talk about the some of the archetypes that are in common in literature that we might we might kind of relate to. For example, the jester, the fool in literature, believes that you only live once. So think about where the jester says yes. He says yes to the parties. He says yes to anything really positive. He says yes to silly things, right? He knows that's his strong yes. The fool, the jester archetype is usually worried that if he doesn't have enough to do, he's going to find himself bored or even maybe feeling a little doomed. That's more the shadow side of the jester. Do you relate? in any way to that archetype, because if you do, it helps you find your yeses and your noes. It helps you see. In fact, I have a friend who really operates her life this way. She is a wonderful cook. She is someone who travels a good bit. She's someone who I would say is very, very adventurous. She's been single her whole life. And she's definitely crossed over the midpoint of her life unless she lives to be 120. And I would say she knows those solid yeses. She lives like the jester. She is someone who believes you only live once. And so she puts out a solid yes to, 
I'm going to travel to this place this year. I am going to travel to a retreat with these women this year. I am going to start up with a quartet once again this year. I am going to be in a band this year. I am going, she's one of those people. It's just one thing after another that lights her up. She just says yes. And she really can't tolerate boredom. So you wouldn't be surprised learning that 2020 was really tough on her when things began. But she got her groove back and she started to figure out how she could be adventurous even during a time of lockdown. Why? Because that's her truth. She wasn't willing to settle. Here's another archetype you might relate to. And again, I'm just sharing these with you because when we like Goldilocks, when we're trying to find out what is true for us so we don't settle, we got to know where our yeses are and where our noes are. So might you be more like the magician? Now, a magician is definitely a visionary. They're, they're the catalyst. They would see their book or their TED Talk or their speech as something that brings understanding to others because they're really rooted in those, those laws of the universe, those those values and those ways that relativity and prosperity play roles in our life. They're very connected to that. Some people would say that the magician is sort of like the wizard. You know, they, they appear to be the one that never holds back. They, they have this incredible focus, but the hard side for the wizard is if they fall into more of a shadow, they lose their ability to focus because they're overly focused on consequences. They've taken their eyes off their vision and they've set their eyes on, uh-oh, what if my vision is just false? So do you relate in any way to the magician, the one that knows to say yes to their vision? They say yes to the idea of being a catalyst. They understand that their values matter and the values of their client matters. And they really understand prosperity. But their no side, that those moments, not their no side, but their, their shadow comes up when they don't know how to say no. And it's, it's usually because they're worried that if they keep their eyes focused on their vision, they're going to miss obvious consequences and they, they fall into self-doubt. But when they're in that yes place, they're, they're always facilitating some sort of win-win situation. So think about that. If you're not sure, when is your real yes showing up? Are you more like the magician? Are you more like the fool? 
maybe you're more like the hero, the person that has that warrior mentality and and wants betterment for all of mankind. They they have this ability to save others right before crisis, but they don't want to go so far that they're just rescuing everyone and they're not really getting to fulfill that that mission of bringing mankind more together, bringing betterment to humanity. There, there are these, these types that we, we know we are more like than others. And sometimes it's just fun to play with them. We, we do that a lot in my 90-day program, and I even bring it into my one-on-one mentorship because again, if you are like a particular archetype, you'll start to see where's that yes regarding my book. Do I have a big, strong yes when I think about putting an ebook into the world first? Or do I actually have a no? Am I, am I thinking, no, that's not the vision I have? Are you someone who has a big, strong yes when it comes to the notion that your story really belongs in a podcast? You don't want to be out on a stage. You don't want to be doing book tours. You want to be working from your home or from a studio and giving your best energy. This is often good for introverts giving your best energy from a comfortable place at home. That might be your solid yes. But whatever it is, it's important that you know it and you stick to it. It will be your North Star, I promise you. If you like what we're sharing today on this show, I invite you to come back next Thursday. It is always a delight to spend this hour with you. Until then, namaste, my friends.